while attending UFT, I had a lot of international student friends and just talking to them and hearing just how lonely they were, missing family, missing friends from back home and how much of a struggle that was for them. I definitely noted that, right? I definitely logged that and perhaps like back then I wanted to make a film about that experience and now we're doing that. Yeah, the solution to loneliness itself seems to be very just connect or make friends. Nothing extraordinary, but sometimes it can be super hard for some reason. I guess as an immigrant, it sometimes is difficult for me to get into the local community because they already know, they, they already have their own topic. They already know what they're talking about. And I don't know, I don't really follow up their recent news, sports or political events or even comedians. And they think also that they don't much in common to talk to me about. Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of Intercultural Insiders. My name is John McGraw, and I help expats and newcomers feel confident in their new country in less time and pain. I'm the founder of Hyaku Coaching, which is dedicated to helping you create your pathway to success in a new culture. The purpose of Intercultural Insiders is to share the stories of people with intercultural experiences. So if you're feeling isolated or lost, Perhaps you can hear something from the guest's experiences that could help you, even if it's just a reminder that you're not alone. And today is going to be quite interesting because I have two guests, Kennedy Cowell and Tomo Nogi, filmmakers and creators of the upcoming film Good Boy. But I have some announcements to make. One particular one that should be quite interesting to people who want to adapt to work culture and life here in Canada. I am planning a three-session live online cohort-based course called Newcomers. Build great relationships with Canadian colleagues and clients. It's going to be on Maven, which is a learning platform based around live cohorts. There is a link to the survey and waitlist for the course. This course is for newcomers who are looking to strengthen their cross-cultural skills so they can thrive in positions and advance in their careers. We'll cover topics like understanding key aspects of Canadian work culture, advocating for yourself in a Canadian workplace, and building relationships to thrive in your position and advance in your career. I've run workshops on this theme for organizations like BMG, Brilliant Minds Group, and I've worked with immigrants and newcomers one-to-one -to, -one to help them adapt to Canadian business culture. And now I'm looking to share this knowledge with a wider audience. If you know someone who could benefit, I encourage you to let them know about the course. I'm happy to share more information as it develops. We've got an interview with Tomo Nogi and Kennedy Kapp, who are filmmakers and creators of the upcoming 
project Good Boy. It's about a Japanese university student in Toronto trying to fit in and find himself. The idea of the project really resonates with me. And I think it will resonate with anyone who has experienced loneliness and isolation. There are opportunities to fund the project. They already have some funding, but there's more funding necessary to make this project complete. So there's more information available at goodboyfilmproduction.com. In today's interview, we talk about what inspired Kennedy and Tomo to make Good Boy, the expectations put on men in various cultures, and the importance of forgiveness for yourself when adapting to a new culture. So without further ado, let's get into the interview with Tomo and Ken. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, sure thing. So I, I guess I'll start off. I'm Kennedy. I've been directing and making films for about six, seven years now and tend to focus on films that are about the Asian Canadian community, the Asian diaspora in North America. And for this film that we're going to talk about today, it's called Good Boy. It's been a personal project of mine for a while and looking forward to talking about the film and my personal experiences that sparked this film. Hi, my name is Tomo. I'm originally from Japan, came to Canada in 2018 as a photographer and a videographer. Just wanted to see how far I can go as a freelancer. And I met Ken in one of the networking events for film industry. And we've been working since then, time to time. We've done some wedding videography, we've done music video, we've done short films. And one thing I really like about Ken's work is that he's bringing communities together, particularly young filmmakers. And it's becoming a movement for new upcoming filmmakers. So that's one of the big reasons why I decided to support and participate in this production, Good Boy. I'm always excited to hear about movies and about the film industry. I wanted to just talk a little bit about how we actually got connected in yeah. the first place. Why don't you tell us about it from your perspective? Yeah, um, we met you at a networking event. So it seems like these networking events really bring people together. But I believe the networking event that we all attended was for Japanese professionals and Canadian professionals to mingle and network. And Tomo and I, we were looking to promote the film and network ourselves. And we met you, John, serendipitously, like right as the event was about to end That's in right. the elevator yeah. room. Exactly. And we yeah. talked about our film and you talked about your business and your coaching career and instantly struck a chord. And yeah, that was really exciting to, to hear about uh, your business and what you do to help people yeah. adapt to new cultures, new environments and connection was made. Many years ago, I made an attempt at an acting career. So the fact that we met there and yeah. connecting with the film side and with the culture side of Good Boy and how that connects with feeling out of place and adapting. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the film itself? Yeah, definitely. I guess I can just sum it up by saying it's about a Japanese international student studying at the University of Toronto who basically just struggles to make connections, struggles to find friends, find love even, just find a community to belong. I tend to make films that are character-based. 
I basically like to frame my interest in filmmaking as following a character throughout the whole film, watching his or her behaviors, anything that happens to the character and seeing how they react to any kind of external event. And it's definitely a film about someone trying to belong, trying to fit in, trying to find themselves. I went to the GoFundMe page for the film and I watched the teaser that introduces Shinji and introduces the other key characters. And having gone through that experience myself, being a Canadian in Japan, I could sense what he was going through, even though there wasn't anything that was really overstated. You could get a sense of what was going on inside. What was it that motivated you guys to make a film like this? I can start by saying that I attended the University of Toronto. I'm doing this interview from UFT. So it's very closely related to UFT and UFT culture. And while attending UFT, I had a lot of international student friends and just talking to them and hearing just how lonely they were, missing family, missing friends from back home and how much of a struggle that was for them. I definitely noted that, right? I definitely logged that and perhaps like back then I wanted to make a film about that experience and now we're doing that. But speaking about how I personally connect to this film, aside from having friends that have gone through a similar experience. I like to say that there's a loneliness epidemic that is out there, whether through COVID, whether through technology kind of making everyone a bit more isolated. I think it's definitely something that I feel and that I see around me, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I just want to really depict a character who is trying to confront their loneliness, right? And trying to figure out how to make connections. What is it like to make connections in this environment, in this world? That's really what inspired me to make the film. Maybe Tom, you can explain what inspired you to jump on board. No, I remember you talking about that loneliness or the distance, social distance between people, especially in Toronto University. But that was like two or three years ago. We were working on something else. And I remember Ken saying, oh, it's weird that it's hard to make friends here. Because there are so many people crashing in but it's hard for people to actually connect. And I witnessed and felt the similar things in Tokyo as well. There are literally so many people parked in a train and going to commute into work, but it's this like invisible, infinite distance that it's hard to fill in. In the beginning, I was thinking it's just probably just like a big city thing. People tend to be that way. And then this project came in and started talking about this project and having a shape about dealing loneliness. Um, I had an experience to revisit that conversation in my head. Um, yeah, it goes into what John just mentioned earlier when he watched our short film. Nothing catastrophic happens, but more like senses. It's a lot, a lot about how we sense about each other. That kind of like nuanced texture or touch or craft is something that attracted me to this production. And as you said, it's not just people who are feeling isolated because they're in another country, mm -hmm. but people who are isolated wherever they are because of the, as you said, the loneliness epidemic. I think it's something that we can all identify with, even if we haven't necessarily moved to another country. And if you don't mind me bringing this up, Tom, I remember that when we had another meeting, you talked a little bit about your experiences studying abroad first time in, in New right. Zealand. Yes, they are. I did study in university in New Zealand. And I was there for four or five years. I made many friends from different countries and that experience made it easier for me to break into the communities in Toronto where I came from Canada. 
But I also saw and felt for myself that people feeling difficulty, having difficulty to connect with people. Like loneliness was definitely there. And I was also feeling lonely sometimes. And I was always afraid of being in the situation to be lonely. So I always tried to avoid the situation itself. Yeah, the solution to loneliness itself seems to be very just connect or make friends. Nothing extraordinary, but sometimes it can be super hard for some reason. I guess as an immigrant, it sometimes is difficult for me to get into the local community because they already know, they, they already have their own topic. They already know what they're talking about. And I don't know, I don't really follow up their recent news, sports or political events or even comedians. And they think also that they don't much in common to talk to me about. Fortunately, we had anime as a common topic or just rather food. I've been quite fortunate about it, but it taught me a lot that I gotta pay extra effort to get in there and have a conversation, but that can be tiring too. I can appreciate how that can be difficult and we say, oh, just go ahead and just talk to somebody, just connect. And it's easy to say, but depending on where the person is, that can seem like a real mountain to climb. And I think if we have the sense that it's not just us, we're not the only one who feels that way, then I think that can make it a little bit easier. Would you say yeah. that ties into another reason why you guys chose to make this film? When we had our conversation o over dinner, I think you poignantly brought up a lot of like anecdotes about people struggling to fit into a new environment, a new culture. And I think something that really struck me during that dinner was how it is a kind of personal battle that one has to overcome to initiate that conversation. Because Tomo, like you said, when you're in a new environment, there's a whole national cultural context that you are not familiar with. And sure, it definitely does help to maybe study or do your research on, on what that cultural context is. But it does come from a place of self-confidence, right? Of self-belief, of trusting yourself to go with the flow, to trust your instincts and, and just trust your kind of natural ability to connect with someone, right? We all have this kind of desire and this ability to talk to people, right? And initiating that is tricky, but at the end of the day, it leads to great things, right? It's definitely like interwoven within the film, right? For me personally, there are many reasons why I choose to make a film. And that reason is definitely embedded in the film, for sure. If I may add just one thing is also about being self-confident. It's also about forgiving yourself too. It's okay. I've tried a bit today. Um, you don't have to talk to every single person in the train. <laughs> really, really stressful thing to do for everyone. And that's also part of being confident too. Like, you know, it's okay. You gotta really get out of your comfort zone. Then yeah, go. like giving yourself the benefit of the doubt, right? When things are, let's say, lost in translation, that's totally fine, right? I think so because it's communication, right? It's a two-way thing. It's not only about you. It also could be something for someone else. You know, maybe that person is not in good mood or he didn't understand my accent, but I've been trying to improve it. But also, sure, I can improve it. But also, that depends on that person's listening ability too. And that could also be the element of forgiveness. I shouldn't be too hard on myself. That you know, if, if in general, I'm, I can talk to people and not having much trouble, then I'm probably warranted to forgive myself a bit. Yeah, that kind of forgiveness. I think that both of you guys have really explained it very well, that idea that getting out there and, as you said, communication is a two-way street. It shouldn't all be dependent on one person doing everything. 
making the adjustment, as you said, Tomo, for yourself, working on your accent so that it's easier for people who are not used to a Japanese accent to understand you, for example. But it also depends on if the person is receptive. And particularly in a city such as Toronto, with such a mixture of different accents and backgrounds, you should be open to being more receptive and taking more time to listen. And I think that's something as a world, and particularly Canada, as a country where immigration is such a major part right now with that announcement from the federal government of taking in 450,000 immigrants and planning to increase that to half a million, that if we want to succeed on the global stage, that is something that we need to be open of as a society. So mm -hmm. it's not all just dependent on, okay, people who are coming here, they have to develop a Canadian accent. I just think from a societal aspect, we can go much farther together if we are open to each other and accept that. As you both said, being forgiving of yourself. It's a tricky thing because it's a catchable destination. You want to train yourself and be able to throw a good ball to someone else. And that's maybe my accent, the way I maybe speak in general, so that the ball actually travels to that person. And you have to also pay attention to the timing where you throw a ball. <laughs> so you or she might be somewhere else. You don't want to throw the ball. But for this movie, though, main character, his name is Shinji. He speaks fine. He can actually connect. Yeah. There's something not enough. That's something that attracted me again to this production project. That nuanced kind of sense. If I may branch off of that, Tomo is right. The character in our film speaks English perfectly well. But the disconnect perhaps is more about how he wants or chooses to present himself, how in Western culture, guys, men are expected to act a certain way, which is completely different to how men are expected to act in the Eastern part of the world and specifically Japan. But there's an element there to Shinji where he's really not sure how to act. While he speaks fluent English, maybe he is looking to pick up certain slang words or certain behavioral cues. And we really see that in the film, him wrestling with that, whether or not that's something he should even do. And again, it all ties back to what it's like to really be who you are. Our kind of cultural influences, whether we like it or not, can influence our personalities and how we choose to act. That's, I guess, the core of his disconnect, his Western surroundings. Just to branch off again, this film is not really like a criticism to the Western way of behavior. Again, it's very subtle. It's very, it's not even bringing up the Eastern way either, not clearly. So it's really about what do you think? It's not really like Western way bad. It's not like that. Yeah, well, we're certainly not looking to negatively portray or negatively comment on Western ways of living or Eastern ways of living. It's just the reality of someone trying to assimilate to a new continent. There are these cultural kind of values and ideals that they have to weigh and that they have to confront. I think our jobs as filmmakers is not necessarily to give statements, but to just observe and just to depict, to show a sort of reality for them to maybe come to their own conclusions and for them to come to their own interpretations. And I really appreciate that because everyone's journey is gonna be different in some ways. And I think you're absolutely right about that commonality of trying to adapt to another circumstances. You want to be accepted, right? You're looking for that acceptance, as I'm sure Shinji is, and I'm sure we all have at different points in our life. And yeah, you do get to that point of, okay, how much do I change? And there's a real identity crisis. And I'm sure 
that we've all gone through it in different situations. Even if just we're growing up, when you go into your adolescence, you want to fit in with everybody else. And how do I just, what's the real me? So I appreciate you taking that stance and just saying, okay, this is what we see. What's your answer from that? I think at the end of the day, films incite conversation. At least films that I like, they spark conversation. They make us realize certain things about the society, about ourselves that we didn't realize before. And because film is such a communal experience. Films obviously are mainly shown in theaters where it's a perfect opportunity to inspire conversation, right? Thank you, John, for acknowledging our decision to go no. that route because it's a route I think that we're proud of taking because film is such a powerful medium nowadays and it's mainly an entertainment tool, but it's also a tool for bringing people together for discussion, especially for important topics. Yeah, the stars of this film is this is what's happening to Shinji, the character, not to everybody, but to Shinji, this is what's happening now. There is a second part of the interview coming up next week. Filming is going to be starting in February. They're also looking for people in Toronto to serve as extras in some of the filming, particularly those who have a Japanese background or who can speak Japanese. So if you are in Toronto and you're Japanese, there's an opportunity to make an appearance in a film. And again, that link is goodboyfilmproduction.com. And to find out more about Yaku Coaching, go to thriveglobally.ca to schedule a one-to-one -one discovery call with me for free to learn more and help you find ways that you can adapt to other cultures, including Canadian culture. This brings us up to the end of our episode. We've got part two coming up Wednesday, February 1st at the usual time, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll discuss more about our different cross-cultural experiences and the experiences that Kennedy has of working with Tomo, a Japanese producer, and Japanese actors in a film where they speak in Japanese, as well as English, and talking a little bit more about filmmaking culture and leadership styles and how they relate to corporate culture. I encourage you to tune in for that. Until then, keep navigating your way between cultures towards your goals. Mm -hmm.